0: Hello, and welcome to the 129th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. How are you? Are you ready to go? So, the plot thickens. Please repeat, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Do you understand every word in that sentence? What's a plot, and how do you spell it? Well, you spell it... P-L-O-T. Please repeat. P-L-O-T. A plot is a plan or a main story like the plot of a movie or the plot of a novel. And what's the verb in this sentence? Again, I'll repeat the sentence. The plot thickens. The verb is to thicken. Are you familiar with the verb? It's a regular verb. To thicken means to become dense, to become concentrated in numbers or in mass or in frequency. The plot thickens. Okay, so we understand the words in this sentence, but what does this expression really mean? Well, we usually use it when we're talking about a movie or a novel or a story when things become very complicated or interesting. (laughs) The plot thickens. And I think a good example would be the TV series Dallas. Do you remember this TV series from the late 1970s, the early 1980s? Do you remember the character J.R.? Everybody was hooked on the TV series Dallas. And in the season from 1979 to 1980, the story, little by little, was getting more and more suspenseful. It was becoming more intriguing, more mysterious, because the question was, who shot JR? Every week, we tuned in to watch the story as the story unfolded. Are you familiar with the verb to unfold? To unfold is to develop or to evolve. So, this TV series, Dallas, had us on the edge of our seats. Yeah, the TV series had me on the edge of my seat. To be on the edge of your seat means to be very excited about something. You are excited. Paying attention to something very much because you want to know what's going to happen. I am on the edge of my seat. Who shot JR? It's very suspenseful. The plot thickens. So this expression, the plot thickens, means that something is becoming more complicated or more interesting. And so the plot thickens. That expression also reminds me of A song called Thick as a Brick. Are you familiar with this song? Thick as a Brick. It's the name of a great song by the group called Jethro Tull, which appeared on their LP back in the year 1972. And Thick as a Brick is an expression. What does it mean? Well, if you say that somebody is as thick as a brick, you are saying that they're not necessarily the most intelligent person in the world. They're a little dumb A little thick, as we say. Thick as a brick. It refers to the fact that their head is so thick that no new thoughts can enter into their brain. So again, it's a song by the group Jethro Tull. By the way, Jethro Tull isn't anybody. It's the name of a group. It sounds like it could be a person's name, but Jethro Tull is the name of a group. Actually, the lead singer of Jethro Tull was named Ian Anderson. He was from Scotland. He is from Scotland. He, in fact, is also an amazing flautist, which also reminds me of another song called Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd. Just like some people think that Jethro Tull is the name of somebody in the group, some people think that Pink Floyd is the name of somebody in Pink Floyd. No, Pink Floyd is simply the name of the group. I had friends in high school who would say, I love Jethro Tull. He sings so well. No, it's not Jethro Tull who is singing. Jethro Tull is the name of the group. Ian Anderson is the singer. So there's a song by Pink Floyd called Have a Cigar. And the song is about a record label executive talking to the group Pink Floyd, telling the band how much money they can make. And so the lyric is actually the executive speaking to the group. And he says, the band is just fantastic. That is really what I think. Oh, by the way, which one's pink? Which one's pink? Nobody is named pink. It's the name of the group. So obviously the song is a criticism of this ignorant record label executive and his obsession to make money any possible way by exploiting these musicians. Don't forget your letters. How do you spell criticize? C-R-I-T-I-C-I-Z-E, or C-R-I-T-I-C-I-S-E. So again, the plot thickens. Now, thicken rhymes with chicken. And when I think of chicken, I think of broth. If I say broth, how do you spell it? Broth. B-R-O-T-H, broth. What is broth? Broth is like thin soup. Please repeat. Broth is like thin soup. Remember to imitate me. You will improve your pronunciation and you will improve your speaking. It's a trick. Broth is like thin soup. Okay, so what is broth other than thin soup? Well, broth is a liquid in which you cook meat or fish or vegetables. You take some meat or you take some fish or you take some vegetables and you cook it and the liquid that forms after you cook it is called broth. So let's say you have made some chicken broth, right? You cooked a chicken and the leftover liquid is called chicken broth. But I don't like thin chicken broth and neither do you. We like thick broth. Please repeat. I like thick broth. Okay, so we like thick broth. So what do we need to thicken the chicken broth? Please repeat. What do we need to thicken the chicken broth? Hmm. Well, what would you use? Flour, right? Flour. F-L-O-U-R. We need flour to thicken the chicken broth. Oh, and by the way, where would we do this? Where would we thicken the chicken broth? In the kitchen. Please repeat. We are going to thicken the chicken broth in the kitchen. Now, something we haven't done in a long time is the vowel game. Remember how we do this? This time we're going to do it as verbs. Remember the rules. It's very simple. I take a word and I change the vowel and we form another word. Remember the vowels in English. A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. Okay, here we go. First word, B-A-G, bag. But as a verb, what does it mean? To put something in a bag. Next word, B-E-G, beg. What does it mean? To ask for charity, to beg. Next word, B-I-G, big. What does it mean? Ah, no, it's not a verb. Okay, well, it means large. Next word, B-O-G, bog. Well, let's think about this. What is a bog? A bog is wet, spongy ground. Have you ever walked on a bog? It's like a lake with a lot of grass on top. It's very spongy, so it's called a bog. Now, as a verb, we're going to create a phrasal verb, to bog down. And to bog down means to become stuck in wet ground, bog, B-O-G. And finally, B-U-G, bug, bug. As a verb, to bother or to annoy. Stop bugging me. Please, man, you are bugging me. Please stop bugging me. So let's repeat those words, bag, beg, big, bog, and bug. Don't worry too much about your pronunciation of these words. People will understand you because of the way the word is used in context. That's all the time we have for the 129th episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks for tuning in so much. And please go back and listen to this podcast a couple times, imitate me, and use your new vocabulary in your day-to-day English. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.